Welcome to Niner Sports Talk. I'm your new host for this school year, Sam Perry. I'm the lead sports writer for the Niner Times, and I'm looking forward to an exciting year being your host as we add this coverage for Charlotte Athletics. Have a guest joining us today from the Charlotte men's basketball team, but before we get to him, I want to highlight some basketball games coming up with with Charlotte's men's basketball team starting their season on no, Monday, November 6th versus Maine and Halton Arena. And then on Friday, they're going to be playing at the Spectrum Center, taking on Liberty. So they got a fun matchup to start the season. And women's basketball goes to NC State, opening up their season Tuesday, November 7th on the road. That'd be a tough matchup to really test the team's depth from this offseason. And then Friday, they have their home opener at Halton Arena, taking on Tennessee State. So season should start up with some really good matchups. But um, without further ado, here's our guest, local basketball player and starting guard for the Charlotte 49ers, Jackson Threadgill. Jackson, thanks for joining us today. Um, you know, getting to play in your backyard, basically, that growing up here, what's it like getting to play for Charlotte? Um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I enjoy it a lot, being a local guy from the city. I kind of know about the history of the program, where the program's been, so we're trying to get it back to that kind of historical prominence that it's had, and then just being able to be around a lot of family and friends, getting to come to the game, I enjoy that as well. When the roster adds new people, since you're the local guy, do they go to you on recommendations like what to do around town when they're new? Do they send you to, for recruiting purposes? You're the one who gets the guys? Yeah, I get I get to do a lot of that, even We've had coaching changes since I've been here, too, when assistant coaches come in. we I start talking about local, like, food chain restaurants to go to. So I'm usually the go-to guy when it comes to that stuff. What's your number one place you recommend? <sighs> number one place. Number one place I recommend. If we're going fast, something a little bit more casual, I like Bad Daddy's Burgers uh, over by Conquer Mills. Yeah. yeah. Not bad. Not, yeah. i give you credit. That was a good pick. Yeah. Um, before we get into the. Charlotte stuff like the off-season changes um get to know a little bit more about you it's like when you're prepping pregame what's your go-to song and shoot around my go-to song probably would be it changes a lot at the moment I would probably say Meek Mill Weeball that's probably my go-to at the moment right now let's look back 10 years ago back when I first got to know you what would have been your song then you think years ago probably Probably uh, Tale of Two Cities by J. Cole. That would probably been the go-to song back then. So that was the song you were pumping up and getting ready with in uh, Winkler Middle School? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I was listening to, yep. Um, <clears throat> look at the NBA this season. I know you're a Celtics fan. They made some big off-season moves. What team do you think really stands out in the East and the West this year? Well, looking at the East, I just think the top two teams – most people are probably looking at our Boston and Milwaukee just with the offseason uh, acquisitions that they've they've acquired. Then I'd probably say in the West, I mean, I know Golden State started off pretty hot. Uh, Phoenix with their trades that they made, I know they're probably about two and three right now. Sound so. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but they're still not fully healthy. So, And then Denver. Denver's probably my favorite still to come out the West coming off the championship last year. But – that's probably the, the main teams I'm looking at right now. What would be your NBA Mount Rushmore? If you had to pick four guys to, as you say, would be the best players all time, what would be your four? Well, I'm not going to necessarily say they're all the 
the top just the top four best, but my personal favorite four are Jordan, Kobe, LeBron, and Shaq. Not bad. That's my favorite four. You left some good names off there. But well, it's hard. There's been it, so many good players. Yeah. It's hard to. The league's been around a long time. Yeah, for sure. Six years now. Yeah. So I'm just glad you put Kobe on there. Otherwise, I'd have to throw you out. But <laughs> <laughs> um, growing up, was there any players you tried to model your game after? And then, like, modern day, is there anybody you look at tape and try and mimic a little bit? So when I was younger, I still liked to watch Kevin Durant. I still liked to watch Kevin Durant. Um, he was a guy that I just liked the way he was able to shoot the ball, um, score the ball, and be really efficient in the way he did it. Then now I like to watch a lot of uh, Clay Thompson just moving without the ball, cutting the quick release, and then also on the defensive side of the ball. That's probably the player I watch the most now. It's funny you mentioned Clay Thompson because he does a lot of the little things well. And that was one of the things Coach Sanchez last year would always praise you on, even when the points weren't going your way. You're making the big defensive plays and stuff. Um, how important is it, even when the points don't go your way, to stay motivated on the defensive side of the ball and do the little things for the team? Um, it's extremely important, like Coach said. I mean, the shots aren't always going to go in. But there's more things in the game that you can control. You can't always control if whether the baskets are going in or not. So really, it's just always the little things that help win games. And I can always control my effort on the other side of the ball. So, I think it was June 6th when it became public that Coach Sanchez was leaving. What was that like for the team? Like, What did the team go through, and how did you kind of rally together with the transition to Coach Fern? Um, it was definitely tough for us. Um, there was just a lot of uncertainty around the program, um, whether guys were going to stick around or not. Um, but I think we did a really good job of rallying together and just communicating with one another, um, really voicing our opinion that we wanted Fern to be at least the coach for the year, the inter get the interim job. And we have a lot of trust in him, and I think he has a lot of trust in us as well. Um, so I think it just really brought us together and connected us. And then once he got the job, um, we were extremely ecstatic. Yeah. But you say with, cause everybody was supposed to be on the team this year, stuck around after that. Mm -hmm. Is that a testament to the trust you guys have in each other and the faith you have in coach Fern? Uh, I think so. Um, I think guys wanted to play together. We enjoy being around each other. Um, even in practice, we enjoy playing with one another. And then we have a lot of trust in Coach Fern, um, his approach to the game, how he coaches us. So I think that's, like you said, a testament to that. Last year you guys won the CBI, one of the few teams that gets to end the season with a win. How big is that momentum going into the offseason? Did you prep for the move to the American Conference? Um, I think it was good for us to experience that. Um, going down there and playing against some solid competition, um, and historically, if you look at the CBI, some of the teams that have played in it, what they've been able to do the following years after that, uh, I just think it was good for our program going forward. Coach Fern says there's going to be a little bit of a style change offensively, playing a little more fast, a little more freeing, but he also said the players have to earn that freedom. Mm -hmm. What do you think it's going to take for the team to earn that freedom, and how do you think the team's going to look differently this year with the new system? Well, for one, we'll just – like Coach said, it's going to be faster pace. So we'll look to get out and transition more. Um, a lot, not a lot different, but quite a bit different to what the fans are used to seeing from us. Um, and then just going back on to earning that trust, uh, just being an everyday guy, 
um, putting in the work um, in practice, just doing the right things, playing with discipline. That's just how you earn coaches' trust. One of your teammates, Isaiah Folks, last year made a big jump, kind of became a spark plug off the bench for the team. Who do you look to on the team to make that type of jump this year? I mean, it's still early. We haven't played any games yet, so it's kind of hard to tell who's really going to make the jump. But I feel like a lot of guys have improved throughout the summer and the fall. Nick Graves has done great. Uh, Dalen Berry has improved a lot. And then we still got guys that have been here coming back. Like, Lakai was great for us last year. As you said, Zay made that jump. So I think there's a lot of guys that have put the work in during the offseason. That will be big for us this year. Is there any transfers that have stood out, your teammates? Brought in a few really big guys. How does that depth add to the team? Um, it's huge for us, you know. Uh, DJ being a big body down low, it's going to be big for us. He's going to be important for us. Uh, Yarrow came in from USC. Um, he's a really s smart player. Um, another big body down low. Uh, Dean coming in from Rutgers, being there for three years, having that experience at that level is going to be huge for us. And then Big Nick, freshman coming in, um, you know, he doesn't have the experience, but it's good for him to go against those guys each and every day so he can kind of build off of them. When you're looking at the season, practice, offseason's been a while, how excited are you to get back on the floor and play in a different opponent? I'm extremely excited. I think the guys are as well. Um, you kind of get put into doing this routine of playing against the same guys every day, seeing the same faces every day. So I just think it's good when the season starts to roll around and you get to competing at some new faces. And you're technically the only senior on the team who's been at Charlotte their entire time. What's it like being that guy who everyone can look to? You've been here a while. What's it like for you? It's pretty cool, you know, in this day and age. Uh, most guys don't stay around for that long. Um, so I think it's important for me to lead these guys, the, especially like the new guys coming in and the younger guys, um, and just having a voice. So – they can continue to trust me. Monday's game against Maine, what do you hope to see out of the team? First time really getting to all play together against another opponent. Well, the big thing for me is I just hope we come out with a lot of energy and a lot of effort. Um, first game of the year, we're going to make mistakes. We're not going to play perfect. But as long as we're having a next play mentality, like I said, a lot of energy, a lot of effort, I think things will go pretty well for us. Friday, you get to play in the Spectrum Center against Liberty. You've played there two years ago against Wake Forest. I know coach doesn't want you looking ahead. Team doesn't want to look ahead. But that's a big stadium to play in. What's it mean to get to play in a stadium like that? Um, well, it's exciting, you know, getting to play in an NBA facility. Um, me being a local guy, um, you know, I've always dreamed of, like, playing in the Spectrum Center. So I think it's a really good opportunity for me and a really good opportunity for our program. Looking further down the line in the season, another – Stadium kids dream about playing and you're going to Duke mm -hmm. playing in Cameron. What does that mean? Oh, what do you hope to see from the team as they go into a hostile territory like that? Um, I mean, it will be a big test for our team. Um, you know, it's a great opportunity for our team to get play in a atmosphere like that. Um, we all know how Cameron's energy is with the students and just the way that uh, arena's environment is. So. I'm excited to go against it, be able to go and compete against them. I mean, football team got their first Power Five win against Duke. Maybe you guys can knock them off, really get Duke starting to hate us. That'd be kind of nice. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good plan for sure.
you know, Davidson, you got the Hornets Nest trophy, play them every year. I think the team's been flip-flopping who wins it last couple years. Mm-hmm. How big is it your senior year? You want to win that two years in a row. You hit the buzzer beater against them last year. Mm-hmm. How big is that? Um, I think it's huge. You know, any of the in-state schools, when we play them, you know, there's a little bit more energy to it, a little bit more competitive. Um, and then also with it being Davidson, being, like you said, playing for the Hornets Nets uh, trophy, you know, it's a big rivalry game. Uh, and the rivalry games, you always want to win those, especially with it being on our home floor. So hopefully we can go out and do it. What do you call the Hornets Nest trophy, the prettiest trophy you've ever seen? Yeah, I don't know if I would <laughs> say that, but it's something we're battling for and we want it. So, You know, new coach, a little bit of a new roster, new conference. Does it almost feel like you transferred to a new team for your senior year? Um, Not really. Still feel like I'm in the same space, you know. Majority of the coaches, coaches I'm playing for, they've been here. Um, I know we brought in some new guys, but still a lot of familiar faces. So still feels like I'm in the same spot. One of your other teammates, Igor Milicic Jr., he mm-hmm. played the national team this offseason. Did he bring any – Thing from that experience to help the team? Have you seen and maybe grow as a leader from that? Um, I think so. Um, he's definitely more vocal than he has been. Um, he might not always say the right thing, but Igor is always going to voice his opinion. Um, I think the biggest thing that Igor has done uh, this year is really worked on his body. Um, he's in really good shape and he's playing well uh, physically. He looks good and he feels good. So. The depth they've had, does that really allow the team to be able to play faster on offense like they're looking to? Um, For sure. Um, When you play with more pace, you're not going to be able to play as many minutes. Um, So it was really important for us to have depth so we can play at that pace. Last question I got for you. I've asked you this probably 700 times now, but what does it mean to you to be a Charlotte 49er? What it means to me to be – Charlotte 49ers just pursuing excellence every day, Um, representing the city, representing really the community itself, um, especially being a local guy. uh, It's something I take a lot of pride in. So I enjoy getting to go compete and represent this university. Well, thank you, Jackson. That's all I got for you. Thanks for coming out, and good luck this season. Stay healthy. Awesome. Thank you. That was starting guard Jackson Threadgill joining us from the men's basketball team. And as we look around to the other sports, Charlotte, conference tournaments are starting up for a lot of the fall sports. With Charlotte's men's soccer team, they pulled out the two seasons. They got a first-round bye. They'll be taking on the winner of Florida Atlantic and FIU at 4.30 on Thursday, November 9th. And the women's team lost a heartbreaker in the semifinals of their conference tournament to nationally ranked number eight Memphis fell in that one two nothing. And that's all we have for today, folks. Thank you for listening. This is Niner Sports Talk, and I'm your host, Sam Perry. And I look forward to bringing you the most up-to-date news on all things Charlotte Athletics.